This is Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. Your host, Carl Valeri, has over a decade of experience counseling pilots. Aviation Careers Podcast will help you navigate towards your aviation career goal. Here is your host, Carl Valeri. Welcome to Episode 30. This is the podcast where we give you an inside look at aviation careers. I'm excited to be speaking with you today for two reasons. First, I've completed my training on the Airbus A320, and I'm able to focus on bringing you inspirational and educational content on a more frequent basis. Second, I just returned from Sun and Fun 2013 and was able to visit with numerous people inside the aviation industry who are truly passionate about their careers. In the next two episodes, I'll be sharing the many inspirational and informative interviews describing the many aviation careers. I think you'll enjoy them with one of my favorite interviews at the end of this show with a, a surprising guest. I hope you will enjoy these interviews as much as I enjoyed speaking with these truly wonderful aviation enthusiasts. Before we begin, I really want to, I want to say I appreciate all the feedback I've received from you, the listener, and I appreciate how this podcast has become a part of your weekly routine. Your feedback and questions are very important to me, and I'll continue to answer them in upcoming episodes. With that said, if you do have a question, please feel free to contact me, and I'll answer them on an individual basis before putting them on the air. It's important to me that you have your aviation career questions answered in a timely manner. Remember, if you want to contact me, go to aviationcareerspodcast.com and click on the contact page. You can also call in your questions at 347-MY-WINGS. Again, that's 347-MY-WINGS or 347-699-4647. Oh, and if you want to hear about my experience in obtaining the A320 type rating at the airlines, I'd encourage you to listen to the Stuck Mike Avcast, episode 43. I'll have links to that in the show notes, uh, but it's at stuckmikeavcast.com. I relate both my experience in obtaining the type rating and explain the process of obtaining a type rating at an airliner in general. But before we begin this episode, a quick word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Audible. It's important to keep motivated and informed when you're pursuing a career. One of the best ways to increase your knowledge and keep motivated is to listen to books during your downtime, such as commuting to work, running on a treadmill, or walking through the park. One of the great things about Audible is that the first book is free, and there's no obligation to continue the subscription. You can cancel at any time and keep the book. Audible helps support this website, and I encourage you to visit Audible at aviationcareerspodcast.com slash audible. There are many great books you can listen to, with one of my favorites being 48 Days to the Work You Love by Dan Miller. I encourage you to discover your true potential and keep motivated by listening to audiobooks. Again, you can download your first book, for free by clicking on the Audible icon or by going to aviationcareerspodcast.com slash audible. Well, on to our interviews with the folks at Sun and Fun, but first let's explain a little bit about Sun and Fun and what Sun and Fun's mission is. Sun and Fun's mission is to preserve and enhance the future of flight through world-class events, inspiring and educating people of all ages. The many year-round educational opportunities include summer camps, to interest students in aerospace science, which include much of history and the art of aviation. It's not just about flying. 
Uh, it also includes science, technology, engineering, and math programs, the STEM programs, including summer, weekend, holiday, and online programs. The program is named STEMtastic and includes programs for ages 7 through 14. Also at Sun and Fun, they have Future Eagles Aviation Club, which allows students to meet on a regular basis and explore the many fields in aviation. And they partnered with Lakeland Aero Club, which actually teaches high school students how to fly. This program is made through a partnership with the local businesses in Polk County and through dedicated flight instructors. Also, you can have school tours of the museum tailored to your specific group. On a per-request basis, they all, the Sun and Fun will also provide docents and teachers to visit schools and discuss development of the STEM programs in your schools. Again, this episode contains some very inspiring interviews and have different elements of careers in aviation that I think you'll find interesting. The focus of this one here, of this episode, is going to be on the Sun and Fun interviews I did with JetBlue Airlines. They actually flew in uh, an A320. Now, remember that most of the people at Sun and Fun are just like myself are volunteers. I volunteer representing Sun and Fun Radio. And I represented Stuck Mike Cavcast, which is another aviation podcast about learning to fly, living to fly, and loving to fly. I encourage you to listen to that at stuckmikeavcast.com. It's more about uh, general aviation, but it also talks a little bit about careers. You know, one quick disclaimer before we begin listening to these amazing aviation advocates. Some of these interviews I'll be speaking with my fellow crew members uh, from my job as an airline pilot. You know, I'm very proud of my employer's contribution to Sun and Fun and aviation careers, but I'd like to clarify that I'm not a representative of my employer, and the comments and opinions during this show are my own and don't reflect those of my employer. Now, with that said, let's get started listening to some of these wonderful interviews. Since there's many interviews and much information related during this episode, I'd highly recommend you refer to the extensive show notes at aviationcareerspodcast.com slash 30. And remember, Next episode, I'm going to have all the other aviation career interviews that we did at Sun and Fun with all the many different schools that were represented. Now, I, I think that if you are interested in a career in aviation, you should listen to this, or if you know somebody that's interested in a career because there's great information that's related by these people. Well, let's get on with the interviews. And what I've done is I put them all together uh, so I can shorten this, this program up because there's a lot of interviews. In between the interviews, so you don't have to hear my introduction every single time, I've put some uh, just a quick music bumper in between, so you know it's the start of the next interview. Well, in, enjoy the interviews, and I'll talk to you at the end of the show. Okay. Well, folks, this is Carl Valeri with the Stuck Mike Avcast reporting for Sun and Fun Radio, and I tell you, we have this, this amazing exhibit here. You know what? JetBlue, a company that I work for, I'm really proud of. They came here today and flew in a whole bunch of children and people that are uh, volunteers to actually work on certain programs with education and, and actually inspire people. It's, it's terrific. But today I'm, I'm speaking out here with a representative from JetBlue, and he can tell you a little bit about uh, what he does. Hey, Mike, uh, welcome to Son of Fun Radio. Thank you. Thanks for having us. This is terrific to be here today. I'm uh, Mike Stromer, I, uh, Vice President of Customer Connections and Marketing for JetBlue. We oversee several areas of the marketing department, one of which is corporate social responsibility. And uh, you know, CSR is in a very important part of JetBlue. Uh, we want to inspire humanity, and what better way to inspire humanity than to give back? One of those areas within uh, CSR is education. And 
Um, not only is it important for us to support education as a whole, so we do things like Soar with Reading program, which is a literacy program, but also how do we create interest in aviation with young people? Whether that be really young people, you know, pre-high school, just to get them excited about this industry, or people uh, like are in high school or college that are already in aviation classes, and we can provide kind of a, a career opportunity for them. How do we build the pipeline for the next JetBlue pilot? Well, you know, it really is inspirational to see that you're actually here. I mean, how many airlines do this? This is, you're, you're, I've been doing this for years, by the way, and I haven't seen too many airlines bring a whole load of children in here in a big airplane like this. Well, this is the perfect opportunity. I mean, first off, this is a spare, so lucky we didn't, <laughs> we didn't need the spare today. But no, um, we, we have a lot of partnerships with um, high schools and colleges around the country focused on aviation. We happen to have a lot of those folks in New York. New York is kind of like a central hub for a lot of this, and also Orlando. And so we've been waiting for a big event to bring all these schools together to say, like, how do we continue to, to build these programs less in silos and to think about the broader uh, community and what can we do there? So this is a great event to do that. So some of these programs, can you speak towards some of them? Like, give us an example of one of them, like the STEM program. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak to a couple examples. Um, first off, I, I, I myself serve on a regional industry council in Long Island for STEM. Um, it's something that we built um, very, fairly recently. STEM uh, programs have been building out all over New York, but Long Island specifically said, you know, we've got a lot of history of aviation in Long Island, and so how do we start to support this in a bigger way? And so we created an industry council. Uh, we have the Cradle of Aviation, which is in Garden, Garden City, supporting us. And just last year, uh, the Cradle of Aviation and JetBlue formed a partnership. Uh, we are the naming sponsor for their new planetarium. It's called the JetBlue Sky Theater Planetarium. And what's interesting about the Cradle and why we love working with them is they actually are busing in students from all over Long Island to take classes, their science, technology, engineering, and math classes at the, at the museum itself. And what an amazing backdrop for students who are interested in, in potential careers to be able to take what they're learning in the school and be able to see how it's used in real-life application. They've been very, very successful. They've actually seen students in that program have had increased region scores. So that's the kind of stuff where it's like it's not just talk. It's like there's action and there's stuff happening to create interest among, amongst uh, New York and really all over the country. The STEM organizations are popping up left and right, right, left and right. I know, for example, Governor Cuomo has been really supportive in New York around the STEM programs. You know, one thing that I think is terrific about the STEM program is the incredible graduation rates. I mean, upwards in the 90s. Who's heard of that in any, in any other program? Yeah. No, it's, it's amazing. Um, the graduation rates are up. Um, uh, you know, look, the, the count of students in STEM-related careers is going down. We all know that. The thing is, how do, you, how do you create change? How do you get people interested in careers that, you know, may have been really interesting careers in the 70s or 80s and re-stimulate kids to want to participate in this stuff? And the way you're going to do it is through events like this. They see these aircrafts, they see the history, and you want to be part of it. And so we're really proud to support this event today. You know, it's really fun flying and being a pilot with JetBlue, but gosh, you know, there's so many other jobs. And, and are you going to spur some interest in those? Yeah, I mean... Uh, you know, pilots is one thing, and, and we're really happy to support our pilots. Um, we also see that TechOps has been really successful with this program. We, uh, we have a partnership with several high schools in the local area where they basically, when they get to their inter internship portion of, of, of their education program, we're providing them these TechOps internships. And we're seeing that these people are, like, starting with JetBlue, like, right out of school. And it's amazing because we know we have a lot of trust in them. We've already built a relationship. And it's so much easier than going out and hitting the streets and trying to hire that way than, than to, to kind of get a, a head start on it. So this benefits everybody. It benefits JetBlue. It benefits the society. It benefits the child. It benefits the student. It's a win-win for everybody. I think that's terrific. 
Totally agree. I mean, look, um, the number of jobs, uh, people unemployed in the United States has been very high in the last couple of years. We know we're closing the gap on that a little bit. So we see this not only supporting aviation, but also supporting jobs in general. I mean, um, we're very happy if we can hire somebody, especially college students these days are graduating from school, and they're like, I, I can't find a job anywhere. And we're happy to, to hire those, those students because we know they're going to be committed into the role of JetBlue. So now, for people listening that are here, where can they come see you? I mean, there's a big airplane out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know exactly where we're located, but we, um, we, uh, we're out here all day. We'd love uh, for some folks to uh, come by the aircraft. Uh, we've got an A321 here, uh, which is our lar- larger aircraft type. And um, you'll see what the JetBlue experience is all about. This, the seatback TVs, the uh, in-flight experience, the amenities, the snacks, the smiles. The, um, the great pilots that we have. We're really proud to, uh, to be here to work for JetBlue. And, uh, you know, definitely please stop by. You know, I'm proud to be a part of this. Now, for those people that are looking for this, uh, they actually can find it right near. There's a FedEx plane past the Warbirds. If you're from Show Center, come past the Warbirds, down onto the runway, and you'll see all the DC-3s go past the uh, FedEx. And right at the end, it's kind of hard to miss. It's a big blue tail <laughs> and a big white airplane. How long are you folks going to be out here? Uh, we're going to be out here until 3 p.m. today, and then we're going to turn, uh, head back to Orlando, and then we've got a bunch of students flying back to New York. I'm sure their parents don't want them to get home too late, so we've got to be conscious of their time. Uh, and it looks like we're actually located right near some really beautiful jets over here, Black Diamond Jet Team, black and white planes. You can't miss them. Uh, so definitely come by. We'd love to see you. Now, now, say somebody wants to find more about this uh, program, and they're not going to be able to make it here today, and they're listening on the radio or listening to our feed over the Internet. Is there any way, like, on the Internet they can find you? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to be covering um, uh, our, our participation today through several channels. One, of course, through our social channels, so uh, through Facebook and through Twitter. But also, we have a, a blog that we've been running for the last couple of years. It's a really great blog. It's called um, Blue Tales. And if you go to JetBlue.com, you go to the bottom of the page, the far left, you should see a Blue Tails link. You click on that, and um, hopefully we'll be posting photos throughout the day. Um, if not, you'll see them probably by the evening. It takes a little time to get that stuff up, but <laughs> we're, uh, we're excited to share that stuff with our community. Well, I sure appreciate you taking in the time to talk to us here at Sun and Fun. And, and you know what? I'm going to go in and take a look at the airplane and uh, meet some of my coworkers. I, I, I'm just so proud of JetBlue. Truly are a caring airline, and I, I, it's just wonderful that you all are doing this. Thanks so much. Thank you, and we're proud to have pilots like you who also support events like this in aviation, so we appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks so much. Again, this is Carl Valeri with Sun and Fun Radio right out here by the JetBlue airplane. Come out on the flight line. Check it out. I'm sure you'll, uh, you'll love to see the new shiny bird that they have out here. Currently, I'm here with uh, Sergio, and Sergio, uh, you're involved with an interesting internship program. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh Having come from aviation high school uh, in 2000, I graduated from there with my AMP license. We try to give back to the school a little bit. And here at JetBlue, they give us that opportunity. We have an internship where we have about uh, eight students this year, four in engineering and four in maintenance, that are uh, shadowing our technicians in our engineering department to learn about the industry that they're looking to get into in the future. Cool. And, and engineering, we're talking uh Engineering of aircraft, but also uh, mechanics, and also you have some, you do something with pilots, right? In the with the high schools, uh, yeah. With with some high schools, we have a pilot uh, program. They have this gateway program that they try to uh, prep them for for their future once they start building up hours. It's a way for them to get into JetBlue and learn about the industry. The engineers they're going to aviation high school for their airframe and power plant certificates to become technicians but they have a high interest in engineering for the possible future, and they're looking to do that in college. So we 
allow them to see what our uh, aviation engineers are doing. So we have power plant engineers and uh, avionics engineers, so they get to shadow them and kind of see what their responsibilities are and learn what their roles are at our company. All right. Well, we're uh, we're standing right in front here. There's a big, big fire truck that's getting ready to looks like a spray us with some uh, <laughs> fire retardant. But the uh, I see a lot of mechanics out here uh, and uh, a lot of tech ops. These folks here, did they? Did any of those folks come through the aviation high school? Yeah, I'm I'm sure a few of them have actually. About ninety percent of our people in New York came from aviation high school. Have some ties to aviation high school, but not just technicians. We have pilots that have come from that school. We have people in the offices. We have engineers. We have people in technical publications. So that school has provided about three hundred plus people to this company that have come as alumni from that, alumni from that school. That's really cool that they can come from all these different backgrounds and come to work for JetBlue. What, what was your experience like in school? Uh, you know, it was uh, it was a great five years. I got to get my air from power plant license. I had a good time doing it. You learned a lot. The teachers are great. The faculty there is great. And because of those reasons, I, I love to try to give back to that school. We try to get donations for the graduation. Uh, we give the toolbox awards. We give them flight certificates to the valedictorian. We also have a lot of our alumni that go to the career day and speak about their path that they took when they left aviation high school, whether they became technicians or whether they decided to do something else. You know, they kind of try to teach the students that there's a lot of different options when you uh, come out of that school for your career choices. There sure are. And, you know, I, I'm sure you're pretty proud of what uh, JetBlue is doing here today and that you can be a, an integral uh, part of this. It truly is part of their uh, part of their program to be caring you know and this is this is a big part of that right you know uh it, it, it doesn't make me feel proud at the end of the day you know i came from that school and i like to be able to give back it's a very satisfying feeling and i'm sure a lot of the alumni that come from that school feel the same way you know there's some uh kids listening right now and they're thinking boy i'm not sure i can do that uh what, you have any advice for them you know when I, when I first started at aviation high school it was it was rough you know we were doing four periods of shop class and you know, three hours a day of sitting in shop for five years, it, it was very uh, tough on someone that wanted to just enjoy high school, but I did it, and, you know, there's no regrets. It was a great choice, and it was uh, helpful to my future career. Um, if, if you want, if you have an interest in aviation, if aviation is your passion, I definitely say, you know, the earlier you get started, if you can do something in high school, be involved in some sort of flying program or maintenance program, uh, it'll benefit you in the future, and you can definitely do it if, you, if it's your passion. Well, Sergio, it sounds like you're really passionate about this, and I, I really appreciate your, your speaking with us here at uh, Sun and Fun Radio. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Hello, folks. This is Carl Valeri with the Stuck Mike Avcast reporting for Sun and Fun Radio. And I'm here in a nice air-conditioned large airplane that uh, JetBlue flew in here. It's an Airbus uh, 320, and uh, it's a wonderful, clean uh, airplane. I'm here with one of my coworkers, uh, Eric. And Eric, you're going to uh, talk to us uh, a little bit about the, some of the programs that JetBlue has to help uh, some of the children move through to a career in aviation. First, I want to say thanks for volunteering and coming here to Sun and Fun today. Well, it's my pleasure. I'm. Uh, I was enlisted to kind of participate in this program. Uh, I manage the uh, University Gateway program. It's a. It's a program that gives gives a pilot a defined pathway from sophomore year in college to essentially JetBlue. Um, and through the process where uh, it, it is a professional development program where uh, they have to maintain a certain GPA, have recommendations from uh, some faculty, at least one or two, uh, as well as uh, 
as internships uh, within JetBlue or our partner regional carrier where either it's Cape Air or ExpressJet, as well as uh, as soon as they're part of the program, uh, they have an assigned JetBlue pilot mentor. And the mentor is kind of the catalyst for uh, just getting them educated on the industry as a whole and JetBlue particularly. So uh, one of the things that we really look at this program is allowing us to really nurture and develop these pilots to understand the uniqueness of our culture and what it, what JetBlue is all about. As of right now, we have over 150 pilots in the pathway. Our partnerships are with uh, Embry-Riddle Daytona, Jacksonville University down here in Florida, Prescott, uh, that's Embry-Riddle Prescott, University of North Dakota. We just signed an MOU with uh, Auburn University and uh, and two other schools that were kind of helping with their uh, accreditation process. Inter-American University down in San Juan, as we increase our presence in San Juan, we want to do more community outreach there. So they have an aviation program. It's actually the, uh, uh, let me see if I can get this correct, it's the largest aviation program outside uh, of North America. That's that's a four-year institution. And then um, Delaware State, which is a historical black college and university, um, and they're also in a process of getting fully accredited as part of our program. So so it's exciting. Uh, it's, it's, it's a great way for our um, industry in terms of uh, developing our pilots, our future pilots. You know, that's terrific. We as far as somebody who's interested in getting involved with this program, is there any way that uh, they can find this, say, on the Internet? And that's one of the things we're working on, and, and this is actually a relatively a young program. So in the next month or two, we'll launch a new website with the uh, University Gateway. It's going to be uh, housed in, in JetBlue.com. At least, at least that's our hope in, in, in the careers or work here. Uh, department. So, uh, the other thing you, these, uh, anybody who's interested can do is reach out to those specific schools. Through there, um, they can get as much information through, through the school. So. And I, I think that's a, a terrific way to find out about it because you do have to do it on a local level. You know what's amazing is the reach of the program. When you were listing off all these different schools, I, I was actually shocked. I, I know some people partner with uh, just one or two local schools, but they've actually done some outreach to many places, and that's a little bit of a stretch for JetBlue. Yeah, and some of the some of the schools like Prescott and UND aren't, aren't necessarily map-wise where we fly, but these programs are so significant that it's it's we think it's imperative that we partner up with world-class institutions like that and and the word is getting out and and every month uh we have a new offer from a new institution to partner up this gateway program and and one of the things just to kind of toot our horn about what we do at JetBlue is you know the whole concept of JetBlue was kind of an innovative way to look at aviation and 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 we really think that this process in which where we help develop our future pilots is is that as well because now other airlines are actually mirroring our our programs uh and so uh and like i like to say is once again we were kind of at the trailblazing blazing front forefront of developing something that other airline looked at and say wow that's really a good program what why aren't we doing that so there's um Dave Bushy, who was a who's the CEO of um, 
Excuse me, uh, he was a president over at Caper and a VP at JetBlue at one point who was kind of the father of the program, as always said. You know, imitation is like some serious form of flattery, and, and you're starting to see that a little bit. Uh, you must be really, really proud of what you're, they're doing here at JetBlue. Oh, definitely. And the fact that I, you know, as a line pilot, that um, there's there's all these avenues in which we can do more than more than what we do day to day. We love flying, but the, the way, you know, the, the ability for us to kind of infuse the culture with, you know, with new people and, and people who kind of understand exactly what it is that we're trying to do. So, Well, Eric, thanks for taking time. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you so much. And right now I'm talking to Andy Kozak. And Andy, what is it you do here with JetBlue? I'm the manager of maintenance training here at JetBlue University, and I'm based out of Orlando, Florida. Oh wow! So you're you're not too far from here. That was that was a pretty quick flight. You could have dro- driven it a lot quicker, right? It was a it was a whopping twelve minute flight over here. So yeah. <laughs> so how was the flight? Uh, actually, pretty smooth. A little windy on the on the landing, but uh, all in all, pretty quick. <laughs> Pilot made a good landing. Hopefully, uh, absolutely greased it in. <laughs> Great. And and what is it you uh, do with JetBlue here at the uh, training center? Uh, we provide uh, training for all of our technicians here at JetBlue. Uh, we provide training on the A320 and the Embraer, uh, systems courses, advanced avionics courses, advanced troubleshooting courses. And then we also sell training to some of our uh, competition uh, and also take care of business partners that are uh, working for, for JetBlue as well. So we, we just basically provide all the training for them. Now, this is a really neat program that they have going on here. Are you also involved with this uh, program that we have here? As far as the science, technology, and engineering and math, bringing these kids up through? Now, the only program I'm, I'm helping out right now is on the RV-12 that they're building out there. Uh, one of my instructors, Scott Malcolm, is involved in that. He headed that up. Uh, they have a, a school out of Oviedo, Florida, and uh, they have uh, 24 students right now that are involved in the program. And uh, they actually brought the airplane, their sister school from Indiana, brought their airplane in, and it's sitting right behind our JetBlue airplane so people can look at it. And uh, they just ordered their very first kit. So they will be starting to build here very shortly on their very first airplane. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, and, of course, uh, a lot of these folks out here have RVs. And, you know, you pick the perfect spot to bring an RV yeah, to. Yeah. And have you seen anybody come through the program? Uh, not yet. Not Yeah, I have not personally talked to anybody yet. So. Okay. So how, how do you like it here at JetBlue? And, um, and- absolutely the best job I've ever had in my life. I've been a crew member for gl- growing on almost uh, 11 years now. I've uh, been in the industry for 32 years, and uh, this will be the the last place I ever work on my life. <laughs> That's good to hear, and I, I agree with that. Now, uh, becoming a, a maintenance technician, becoming what they call tech ops, you've done quite a bit in your career. And, you know, to me personally, I thought, gosh, you know, I would love to be a mechanic someday, you know, do some work on my own airplane, that type of thing. Seems pretty tough and, and daunting. It's a, there's a lot of work to do. Uh, how about those people that are kind of on the edge thinking, gosh, I, I'm not sure I think I can do it? Uh, it's a great career choice, especially for those um, guys and girls that are technically uh, savvy. Um, it, it's just a great field to be in. Uh, I've traveled all over the world. I uh, worked for three airlines in my career, um, met some of the greatest people in the world, and it's just a great job. 
you know, this what they're promoting here is is part of their core values here at JetBlue. I, I think part of it's caring. I mean, they they really do care about the community, and you don't see this happen in too many other places. And I think that permeates through the through the uh, company. W- would you agree with that? Absolutely. And like we were talking earlier, is like we on this flight, we brought over almost ninety students with us, um, just to make sure that you know we have high school and college students here, and and we're giving them a path. You know, we're giving we're introducing them into the industry. Because we won't be here for forever, but we need to hand the industry over, and we can set a good base for them uh, to take this industry over when it's their turn. Well, that's cool. Is there anything else about the airplane or JetBlue you want to tell us about, something cool about this plane? Uh, this is the A320. We have two uh, airplanes in our fleet. We have an A320 and the Embraer 190. Uh, the, the Airbus is uh, 150 seat configuration. The Embraer is uh, 100 seat configuration. Um just uh, one of the, you know, this is my favorite airplane. I've been on the Airbus for about 14 years now, so this is my favorite airplane. You know, I notice here it's nice and cool inside, but, gosh, it looks like there's smoke or something coming out of the vents. What, what is that? Uh, just a little bit of condensation. It's really humid in Florida uh, today, so it's nice and cool inside. So we got a little bit of, just a little bit of air-conditioned condensation happening right now. I think I'd rather be in here than outside right now because it's going to be like 90 degrees today. Yeah, I pulled rank today and uh, and decided that I was going to come up and give the uh, the talk and uh, introduce people and things like that where it's nice and cool today. So Well, seniority has its privileges. And that part of actually being in tech ops or being a mechanic in general is, is the fact that you do work in all sorts of weather. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think the mechanics, they don't, people don't understand that because most of the maintenance on airplanes is done at night. Uh, and I grew up in the Philadelphia region, so wind, some, you know, wind, snow, rain, hail, we're out there working on airplanes. We all, always have hangars to work on them. But in Florida, one of the things we have to deal with is the heat and humidity uh, and a lot of the rain and thunderstorms. But we're out there working on airplanes. It, you know, I always thought that changing a tire would be the toughest thing. Is, it, is that the toughest thing out there or no? No, I think today it's the actually uh, – I think it's the avionics complexity uh, of the airplanes, uh, and they become so advanced. But the kids that are coming along today are just as advanced, so um, they're keeping right along with pace with the airplanes. Well, you have any last advice for some of those uh, younger folks that are thinking about becoming a, a tech ops person, becoming a mechanic? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, contact uh, airlines uh, like JetBlue or do a little research on becoming an A&P mechanic. Um, a lot of great schools around the country, Embry-Riddle being one of them, National Aviation Academy in Clearwater being another, uh, Aviation High School in New York being another one. But it's just a great career uh, and a great career path for a young person. Well, I really do appreciate your uh, talking to us and inspiring us uh, to maybe look at a career in, in aviation and look at a career in tech ops and, and being a mechanic. Oh, well, thank you, and you're welcome very much. But I also have someone here uh, with... Cape Air. Her name is Krista, and uh, she's in charge of uh, the Gateway program, I hear, with Cape Air. That's correct. I manage the Gateway program for Cape Air. Now, explain to us a little bit about the the, uh, Gateway program and how uh, people can get involved with it. Sure. The Gateway program is one of a kind, really. It's the first opportunity for us to get involved with students at a young age. So, Cape Air has teamed up with JetBlue, Embry-Riddle, University of North Dakota, and we recently announced our partnerships with Jacksonville University as well as Auburn. We're really looking at a variation of schools as well to continue to add to this program. But the goal is to really get students 
into aviation and wanting to work for both Cape Air and JetBlue at a young age. So we go and talk to students and interview students as sophomores, juniors, and seniors in college. They have an opportunity to then complete an internship at Cape Air or JetBlue. And after that, they would get hired at Cape Air after about a year of flight instruction experience. They gain experience flying the 402 at Cape Air as a captain. Uh, and then after about two to three years and about 3,000 hours, they'd have an opportunity for a final interview at JetBlue. And wow. Very cool. I know. But it's the shortest career path program out there. And with each known step, you have a known goal. And you know where you're going to be in the next step and how you need to be successful to get there. And the beauty of it is we actually have JetBlue mentors that are going to be assigned to you and develop a relationship with you from the get-go. So as a student at in college, you already have somebody out there in the workforce that's really rooting for you and helping you get to your end goal of being a, an airline captain. Well, I wish everybody could have that opportunity. Know, me too. Where, why wasn't this around when I went to school? <laughs> that's what I keep saying. Now, how does someone get involved with this? Um, we go to universities every fall uh, to the career fairs, and we also conduct interviews every fall on campus. So typically we have campus reps um, through the Career Services Office at Embry-Riddle University of North Dakota as well as uh, JU and uh, Auburn. So that's the best person to go to go talk to. We also are about to launch our Gateway website where you can get more information on the program itself and how to contact those of us at Cape Air and JetBlue who manage it. Now, have you had anybody that's actually finished the whole program? Yes, actually. We have our first two guys here today that went through the entirety of the program. They're first officers on the E-190 at JetBlue. They got hired in August and finished up training in October. And they're actually line, line pilots right now. Wow, that's awesome. Well, the, the program, though, that you have, do you have to have a, a degree before you get involved? Yes. Um, we, we do not, you don't have to have it finished before you get involved, but you have to be on the track to it. So we want you to be in an Abbey-accredited institution, and that's why we have teamed up with the universities that we have on track to get an aviation degree. Cool. The uh, Now... You're a captain, right, with uh, with uh, Cape Air right now? That's affirmative. I'm a captain on the Cessna 402 with Cape Air. Cessna 402, and you you like flying it? I do. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of hands-on flying, a lot of good instrument experience, and a lot of, you know, flying in New England and icing and low IFR. It's some of the best experience you can get. Awesome, awesome. Now, you said you, ha- you know somebody that's actually gone through this program. That's right. Our first student to go all the way through from being a student at Embry-Riddle University in Daytona all the way to a JetBlue first officer on the 190 is uh, Shanti Merriman. That is quite an accomplishment. That's awesome. Just uh, from start to finish, you went through, and you're you're flying as a first officer. Correct. Yep. Uh, I'm the first, one of the two first uh, university graduates. Um, so I graduated college in 2007, and I was hired at uh, JetBlue in uh, 2012. So... Wow. Now that's quick. Yeah. How old were you when you got hired? Uh, 27 years old. 27 years old, and you have all these years ahead of you. That's great. You have a real, real long program. How was the program, by the way? Uh, it was excellent. Um, you know, so I, I graduated from Rail. I uh, flight instructed for a year, and then went to Cape Air, which is a regional partner, um, flying Cessna 402s down in the Caribbean. Um, I was there for four years, and it's probably the most fun I've ever had flying an airplane. Um, I mean, that's real flying. Um, you know, and then uh, the final transition to JetBlue. I mean, it's 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 been great. Uh, I mean, it's a great company. It's a it's a it's a great job, and I'm I'm looking forward to my you know 30 plus years ahead of me. You know, that's awesome. I think it's terrific what JetBlue is doing for for you folks here, and and what they've done with this program. Uh, was it difficult to get involved with this? 
Uh, for me, no, I, I kind of lucked out. Uh, I, I was around kind of at the right place at the right time, right when they were first starting up the program. Um, and I, uh, I kind of just went and interviewed for it on a whim and, you know, got in. And from there, it, you know, kind of everything came together. And, um, you know, it's it, the nice thing about it is you just follow these, you know, predetermined steps. You know, you hit these certain, you know, highlight landmarks along the way. And, uh, you know, it, it ends with a you know, final interview at JetBlue. And, any advice, since you're one of the first people to go through this, or any advice for those people that are looking to get into this program? Uh, looking to get into the program, um, right now, uh, you know, there's specific universities that we partner with. Um, so, obviously, if you're really interested in the Gateway program, you want to be looking at those universities for, uh, you know, for your college experience. Uh, but just in general, I would say if you're interested in, you know, getting into a, a career as flying, just, just get your feet wet. You know, take a life flight lesson. Um, and then, uh, you know, if it's something you really, really like, you know, then you're going to make it, you know, and... Boy, I tell you, it's it's great to hear about the passion of flying from both of you guys. That's it's awesome, and that's one thing that that uh, JetBlue promotes is is passion, and and you can hear it in both of your voices. Do you still like flying? Absolutely, yeah. No, I uh, I, I love my job. <laughs> great. Well, thanks for talking to us. Yeah. I really appreciate it. How about you? Do you do you uh, still like flying? Of course I do, Thank especially you. flying a four hundred two. Oh, awesome. Well, thanks so much for talking to us here at Sun and Fun Radio. We're right here underneath the big JetBlue A three twenty. And if you want to get involved with these gateway programs, go look on JetBlue.com. They have some links there for from work here and also some of the universities you talked about. Thanks again. Well, folks, this is Carl Valeria with the Stuck Mike Avcast reporting for Sun and Fun Radio. And I'm here on an Airbus A320 uh, with Craig Hildebrandt. And he's actually, uh, what do you do for uh, JetBlue, Craig? I'm the uh, Airbus fleet captain. I'm uh, kind of overseeing the Airbus program i take care of the check airmen some of the training uh the manuals the procedures things that people use in their day-to-day life when they're flying the airbus aircraft so this program here today uh, that we're involved with we, we brought some people over here and i think this is a wonderful opportunity you, you must be really proud of, of JetBlue. we are you know obviously we're interested in doing some community service but uh it's not that we're being selfish here or not but we are actually trying to promote aviation education. And that's one of the things that Sun and Fun is really about. So on this uh, flight today, we, we brought about 140 people in with us. And of those 140 people, we had four aviation high schools. So we are really trying to help promote some of these aviation programs and ensure that there are professionals, whether you want to fly an aircraft, whether you want to maintain an aircraft, whether you want to design an aircraft, we're trying to help inspire the industry and the, and the younger people out there to join in and say, I'd like to do this. So when we bring an airplane here like this and open it to the public and make it accessible, we're here to answer questions. We have some people outside the aircraft also to answer some questions about gateway programs, what it's like to get hired, what kind of qualifications you need to get hired with, and maybe what do you need to be doing now if you're thinking about it and you're young, where do you need to steer yourself? You know, it is really terrific what you're doing with the educational programs, that type of thing, and, and really promoting that. You know, you brought up something there I just want to mention. Sun and fun. A lot of people don't realize the fact that it's not just an air show. It's all year long. They have educational programs, and, and they partner with people just like JetBlue has partnered with Sun and Fun to, to really promote aviation. And, you know, one of the things that's really inspirational amongst young people is to, to really talk to an actual captain on one of these airliners. And, and you might be the one that changes somebody's mind or, or inspires somebody to become an airline pilot. And you know, a lot of people think, gosh, this is really difficult. So it's a long road. What, what would you tell somebody like that? 
Well, you're right. Uh, first of all, the access to aircraft and pilots today, because of the way security is, it's very, very difficult for somebody who might have any interest at all. It's really hard for them to access. So we take advantage of an event like this, and we bring several pilots with us and make ourselves available to talk and, and find out where you're at in your life. Where you Are you young? Are you getting ready to start flying? What kind of things do you need to think about? And it's, uh, as we always say in many times, it's, uh, it's a... It's it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. So uh, you make your desires known that you want to learn how to fly, and uh, you take it one hour at a time. And you don't get discouraged. You keep going. And uh, we're here to kind of answer questions on well, what's it like to start, what's it going to be like in the mid part, and when do I finally get to fly for an airline like JetBlue? Yeah, Greg, let, let me ask you something, a personal note. Do you, do you still like to fly? Love it. Uh, I can't imagine doing anything else uh, I've had a very unique career in that I've always known that I wanted to do this. My, my parents said ever since I was about a year and a half old, I was fascinated with airplanes. So that fascination has never gone away. And it doesn't matter whether I'm flying in light aircraft or I'm flying in a commercial aircraft like the Airbus. Uh, it's the best. I can't imagine doing anything else. You said light aircraft. Uh, you wouldn't happen to be a general aviation pilot, would you? Once in a while, I'll get out there. It's been some time now. It's probably been about four or five years since I've moved from Ohio. That was my last general aviation flying has been up north. But uh, whenever I have the opportunity to get out to a general aviation event, love to. If I have the opportunity to get out to a general aviation airport, love to. That's yeah, it's, like you said, it's where the roots are at. It's a, it's, it, this is where aviation starts. This is where everybody's inspired. And what JetBlue has done by bringing an airplane here, they've inspired some young people to maybe choose it as a career, not just as a hobby. Right. I know that some people think that military flying is the only way that you get to this type of a, a seat at a major airline. And I'm here to tell you, no, we do hire some military pilots, but we do hire corporate pilots. We do hire regional airline pilots. And I'm an example of somebody who's come from a civil act background. I, I learned to fly. I had soloed when I was 16, had my license when I was 17, and I just continued to pursue through a civilian track to get to where I am today. Well, gosh, you, you are uh, you're the, you're the, the big guy here at the, on the 320. I mean, how, how did you get here? What, what kind of advice would you have to somebody who's looking for that? That is their goal. They, they're setting their goals really high. Well, um, one of the things that's important, if, if you want to get into a position where you're managing a fleet of airplanes, maybe you're not interested in just flying the airplanes all the time, one of the things is you want to make sure you get your background very varied. I've flown a lot of different air carrier-type aircraft. I've worked for another major airline in their training department for several years and also worked now at JetBlue and worked in their flight standards department. So it's it's getting the different and varied experience. That's as important as getting some of the flight experience. Keep an open mind, ask a lot of questions, talk to a lot of people, and, and make sure your exposure is more than just airplanes. Let me ask you something for the GA pilot that's looking at this Airbus. Uh, you know, what's it like to fly? I mean, do you, do you like flying the Airbus? You know, I'm, I'm new to the airplane, so I think it's kind of cool that it, it's so stable and, and using the side sticks a little different than, say, on someone's Cirrus. Uh, what, what cool things do you like about this airplane? Well, first of all, the flight deck, you know, as you know from being up there, it's roomy, it's spacious, it's a great place to have a day of work. Uh, some of the things that you mentioned, like the side stick controller that we have, a little different than a Cirrus, where a Cirrus is actually directly coupled from the side stick out to the flight control surfaces. Not the case with the Airbus. Obviously, uh, you know that it's a fly-by-wire aircraft, so when we make inputs on the side stick controller, we're actually talking to a series of flight control computers that interpret what we're asking of the airplane and then deploying the right amount of surface outside on the controls. 
And what that interprets into is, unlike a, a general aviation airplane, when it's slow, it kind of gets loose. You need more control deflection. And when you're flying fast, the controls are nice and tight. Well, that's not the way it is on the Airbus. The Airbus actually extends the amount of control necessary to produce the same roll rate whether you're doing 100 knots or 300 knots. So that's something that, uh, if you think about it, it might be confusing to you, but when you sit down and fly it, it makes perfect sense when you fly the airplane. So you don't really have a feel for the airplane because there's no feedback to it. It's hydraulically dampened and spring-loaded, but you do get a sense that for a given amount of stick input, I'm always going to get a given amount of roll rate. A little different than Cirrus. Wow, that, that's a great explanation, probably why you're, you're the fleet manager here. The uh, and, and I assume you were a flight instructor at one point? Yes. General aviation instruction and obviously also air carrier instruction. Well, let me ask you this. If someone's thinking about coming into this career, I usually suggest people become a flight instructor. Would you also suggest that? Certainly. Flight instruction is one of the best ways not only to just gain time, but I, I want to caution people, don't be a flight instructor just to build time. Be a flight instructor because you have a true passion for flying and you want to share that passion with others and make sure that they're also safe, competent aviators. It's not a time filler. It's a time builder. But make sure you're there for the right reason. Well, I think that's some really terrific advice. I really appreciate your talking to us. Is there anything else you want to tell our folks that are listening here at Sun and Fun Radio or uh, online? Anything that uh, they should look towards if they want to get a career in, a, in an airline and also with JetBlue? Well, I'll tell you, uh, the big thing is to, to be persistent, uh, surround yourself with good people, or seek them out. Get your questions answered. Find people who are approachable. Hang out at the airport. Spend time around airplanes. you got to love them. If you want to go the distance, you're going to have to really, really love this, because if you don't love it, you'll probably get discouraged. You know, it's really cool to, to speak with somebody that's really passionate about aviation. And, and Craig, I, I really appreciate you coming by. Carl Valer with uh, Sun and Fun Radio. Thanks again for speaking with us. You bet. Carl, great having you here. Everybody have a great day at Sun and Fun. Well, folks, this is Carl Valeri with the Stuck Mike Avcast reporting for Sun and Fun Radio. And I'm out here on the ramp underneath a JetBlue A320, and I'm speaking with one of my coworkers here, Bonnie. Bonnie, uh, what do you do with JetBlue? So, yeah, my name is Bonnie Simi, and I'm the Vice President of Talent. And what that means is uh, I have this awesome team that does all of the hiring for JetBlue. And we hire about 3,000 crew members a year. Uh, and they have quite a bit of talent there. 3,000, that's a lot. Yeah, so we have about uh, two or 300 pilots, probably 400 flight attendants, another 200 mechanics, and gate agents and reservation agents. You name it, we have careers. Well, speaking of careers, you folks are out here today doing something really wonderful. You've all come out to volunteer to be here at Sun and Fun to show some of the younger folks what it's like to fly, also to inspire young folks to fly airplanes. I think that's really terrific. Have you had fun so far? Uh, it's been absolutely fabulous. And we took nine high schools from both New York and Florida. We flew them in here, and these are all aviation students. And then we've connected them with some of our own JetBlue pilots, as well as our University Gateway program, where kids can go to universities and then go on to regional airlines and then come to JetBlue. And the pilots are here for the, to talk to the kids. You know, there's nothing more inspirational, for, especially for a young kid, to see a pilot and talk to them and talk to them about their job. And, and I know a lot of people are inspired when they see somebody in uniform and say, hey, I want to do that. I want to be just like that. And, and what's fascinating is we've got about 20 pilots here, and they're all volunteering in their own time, talking to the kids. And the, the pilots love it just as much as the kids do, you know, because they remember being in the kids' shoes some 10, 15, 20, even 30 years ago. And it's just fun to see the sparkle in the kids' eyes and really connect with them. 
You know what's been amazing is I've had uh, some time to speak to people throughout all the different programs, kids that are in the high schools, kids that are in the college programs, the gateway program. It, it just really is inspirational to hear their story because they're fired up. I mean, I wish there was companies out there when I was younger that did something like this. Uh, I think JetBlue is a trailblazer in this, so don't you? Oh, definitely. We've, it's uh, the program that we built called the University Gateway Program. It starts for kids in their freshman year. Now we're actually reaching into the high schools to inspire the kids to go to certain co- to the colleges. And then after they graduate, they become instructors, and then they go to our partners at either ExpressJet or Cape Air, and then to JetBlue. It's the only program of its kind probably in the world. Wow, that's terrific. And, you know, you, you really are leading the way uh, for both talent and also you're inspirational to everybody. I mean, look look at this. We need people in this industry. What better way than to start here with a gateway program to get kids involved and get them all the way through? And, and you know what? A lot of times they don't know which direction. Right now you're telling them step by step what way to go. Yeah, and the, the nice thing is one of, the only thing we ever ask when we get a kid into the program and they make it all the way through is that they then mentor kids behind them. And so the kids and the pilots that you see here that are speaking to these kids, they were in the program before. And so we've got uh, some kids from the universities and also at Cape Air who are here today to talk to the kids. Yeah, let me talk a little bit about JetBlue since you, you are in, in the people department here and, and you're in the talent department. You talk about uh, hiring. Uh, you know, why, first of all, why do you like your job here? I think I have the absolute best job in the entire world. First of all, I am also a pilot, so I'm a 190 captain, so I do fly uh, several days a month. Uh, and then when I'm in the in the office, I get to help make people's dreams come true. I get to hire them and develop and train them. We have a very holistic approach in developing our talent at JetBlue. You come in the door, and then you grow your career for the rest of your life. Our goal is for, for you to become whatever it is that you feel you have the talent to do. That's awesome. That really is awesome. And uh, 190 pilot. Now, there's this Airbus A320 that's sitting out here, has 150 seats, and a lot of people get to see it. Now, what, what is the 190? So the Embraer 190 is a 100-seat jet. Uh, it's um, very, very, very highly uh, technical aircraft. We've got dual HUD, which means dual heads-up display. We can hand fly down to Category 3 weather, which is basically down to 50 feet. Uh, and um, we fly. We have about 60 of the aircraft now. We're going to go up to 75 of them. Predominantly, the range that we'll, we fly them, one-hour missions, two-hour missions, we can fly it to about three and a half. So our longest legs would be, say, from JFK to Houston and Austin are probably some of our longest legs. Getting back to what JetBlue is doing for the community, they have a lot of community outreach. This is just one of those things. Maybe you could tell us a little bit about some of those things, some of those other community outreach other than the education. Yeah, so we partner in, in our, we focus in, in several different areas, specifically around kids uh, and the building communities. So we have a partnership with Kaboom, which is a playground organization, and we build playgrounds uh, all around the country in the cities that we serve in underserved uh, communities where there are no playgrounds for kids. We partner with um, hospitals uh, and uh, as well as educational institutions. And now we're also working in the environment and helping out um, doing environmental initiatives. You know, one cool thing about JetBlue I've noticed from all these interviews, and of course working there, I've been there for about three months now, is that the incredible passion that they have here with both all of the people, the management, the, the, the workers, they're truly passionate about their jobs. 
and they're passionate amongst each other. You know, they, they really are people that will look out for each other. You don't see that too many different places. Yeah, so a part of it is, I mean, we hire people for passion. Passion is one of our values. Safety, caring, integrity, fun, and passion. Now, notice there's fun, too. So we're here. It's sun and fun, right? And we're all passionate about aviation, so it all matches. Uh, um, and so, yeah, we hire for attitude, and then we train for aptitude. So we'll, we'll, we, there is a very common approach that when the person comes in the door, you know what kind of person they are. As a crew member, you have a sparkle in your eye. You are a servant leader. You like to serve and make other people happy. And that includes your fellow crew members. So it's a wonderful place to work. Yeah, I have to say that truly they're, they're a caring organization. And that's, that's shown right here in what they're doing with education. They have a lot of integrity because they, they actually come through with what they say. Look over there. There's an Airbus sitting here. It was full of kids. What, what other airline does that? I mean, you don't, you don't see that. I've been at this show for over 20 years, and I haven't seen that done yet. I've seen planes come in. I've never seen them fly out here. Well, we are the first airline ever, and it, because our mission, and we're so focused around education, and because Sun and Fun is so uh, focused around ev- education, and you got the Central Florida Aviation Academy here, uh, lots of learning, you got wings and things, all kinds of events that happen here around educating youth, which is what we're very passionate about as well. So it's a, it's a perfect partnership. I, I don't know if other airlines would be here. I think that this is a perfect partnership between Sun and Fun, Lakeland, and JetBlue. Yeah, I think you're right. And one thing that you, you keyed in on is the fact that we're, we're truly an educational organization throughout the year here at Sun and Fun. It's not just the air show. There's events that go on all year, and it's great to see that JetBlue is actually involved in that. Hey, and if somebody's interested, say someday they want to work for JetBlue. And, and remember that we're not just talking pilot jobs. I know that's like everybody thinks that's a glamorous job. But if you want to be an engineer, you want to work in tech ops, you want to work in publications, communications, there are so many different things that you can do here at JetBlue, how would they find out about those jobs? So the jobs, uh, everything is always posted on our website uh, at www.jetblue.com slash work here. And uh, every week, if somebody really wants to come to JetBlue, you'd look at the the posting every week because we put up new jobs every week. Uh, Come to things like this. So here we have our recruiters are here uh, to talk to people, you know, getting FaceTime, going to events uh, and applying for jobs. Well, Bonnie, thanks so much for coming here. I really appreciate the time. This is Carl with Sun and Fun Radio. It's speaking with Bonnie, who's a, a captain with JetBlue on the 190. I sure appreciate it. Thank you. Well, folks, this is Carl Valeri with the Stuck Mike Avcast reporting for Sun and Fun Radio. And I'm on the Airbus 320 that JetBlue flew in here. And I'm speaking with uh, Julie and Jake about, uh, well, the Gateway program. And they're they're involved in it through a. Uh, Embry Riddle. How you doing? Welcome to Sun of Fun Radio. I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. Now, this Gateway program, uh, how long have you been involved with this? I've been involved for about three years now, since I was a freshman. Oh. Now, does, now, what happens now? How does this whole program work? You start uh, through high school, and then you get into a, a job later, and through college, they give you some money, etc.? I started when I was in college, so for me it started um, in college, and then you become a flight instructor for the school, which I'm currently a flight instructor at Embry-Riddle, and then you go to Cape Air and then JetBlue. Okay, so the program starts also in college, so you don't have to start all the way back in high school. You can start right away. That's correct, yeah. Okay, cool. How do you like it so far? I like it a lot. It's a really cool program. I've gotten a lot of great opportunities, so... Terrific. And how about you, Jake? How have you enjoyed this program? I love it. I just started uh, this past year, so I'm still new to the program, but um, I got my first internship opportunity. I'll be flying as a first officer for Cape Air uh, in Massachusetts this coming spring semester, so 
uh, great opportunities, great mentors, great people I've got to meet so far. Now, did you start this program, too, from the, the college side or the high school side? The college side. Okay, good. And uh, how did you find out about this? Through her. <laughs> how did you find out about it? I Before I came to college, I was looking things up online and found out about the program. I also have two mentors at JetBlue that were, helped me through this. So. Cool. I, I assume you're going to want to come over to JetBlue? Yes, I'd like to fly for JetBlue. Yeah, it's a, well, it's an awesome place to work. I'm actually a, a first officer here at JetBlue, and uh, they've, they are just terrific that they've come here and uh, given the opportunity to people here to find out about that program. In, in applying to this program, is it, is it really difficult? Um, it takes a lot of back work. Um, you have to prepare resume, and you have to prepare a cover letter and rec- or letters of recommendation. Then you have to have an interview, so it does take a lot of preparation to get to that point. You said something about a, a mentor. Uh, they have mentors that they assign to you. Is that what happens? We have mentors that we assign to us, yes, and um, through the program. they. And, and Jake, do you, uh, and you also have a mentor, correct? Yes, sir. Okay, and they uh, and you just got started. So now, where are you rating wise, et cetera? I'm actually done with all my you know base ratings, like my multi and single commercial with instruments. So now I'm working on my CFI and double I. So hopefully, I'll be done by the end of the summer with all of that. Man, I tell you, I'm jealous. These guys are, are so young. My, my photographer and editor here, Robert, is shaking his head like, my gosh, this is amazing. This is truly an, a, a great inspiration. Yeah, Robert's a, a private pilot, and yeah, and he's. Uh, He's actually here. Left the <laughs> Jake, you are really inspirational. Guys, can't hold this guy down here. <laughs> awesome. So what, first, what do you like about flying? What's your favorite part about actually flying an airplane? I like all the views you can get from that high up above the ground. And I really enjoy the challenges that you're faced with different types of weather and different scenarios that are um, given to us. So. Well, you get a lot of that flying for the airlines, yeah, that, that's for sure. And I'm sure that's uh, where you want to be is right here. But uh, what do you think it's going to be like? Uh, do you have an idea? I've talked to a few people. I know a few people at JetBlue, and they've um, told me about how um, awesome it is to be at an airline, especially JetBlue I've heard a lot about. So, And uh, where are you from originally? Uh, Pennsylvania. Oh, PA, yes. That's what, why this is like this. Now, how about you? you uh, what do you like about flying? What's your favorite part about flying an airplane? Adventure, not every day is the same. You never know what you'll be going. F- you never know what you're going to be faced with. So you know, you know it's going to be a real adventure when you start actually having students. <laughs> that'll be that'll be a lot. <laughs> but and do you like teaching? I really like it. It's definitely a big challenge. You learn a ton. I've never learned so much having my own student, having to watch what they do, and find out the different ways to teach something because everyone learns differently, and you have to think of new ways to teach the same thing. So. You know, the one great thing about uh, being a flight instructor before you, you go to an airline is the fact that you get a lot of patience, <laughs> you know, and you'll have to have patience when you work with an airline, especially, you know, there's bags, there's weather, there's everything that'll, that kind of holds you up. But it, it's, a, it's a really cool thing, I think, what you're doing. I think it's a great idea to be a flight instructor before you come here. Jake, you, you uh, said that you're how old now? I'm 21. And you're going to be flying for the airlines probably in about how many years? Hopefully in two or three, maybe. We'll see. Depending on the new law coming out, of course. But Well, I tell you, I, I really am jealous. I, the, the, here's, I'm sure there's a lot of folks. We're two old guys here talking to, to these young folks, and I think it's terrific. I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful with the opportunity that JetBlue has given you. Oh, I think w- without that, uh, you probably wouldn't have been able to do as much as you have right now. Oh, no. It's, it's a great opportunity, and I'm thrilled, too you know, have this flow through to, you know, first teach and then fly for Cape Air, get some experience there and eventually end up at JetBlue, which will be amazing. 
That Cape Air now that's uh, that's like a regional airline that flies out of the Northeast. Oh, just yeah. And what do they fly? Do you know where they fly or what type of airplanes? Uh, Cessna four hundred two. Oh, 402. Cool. That's a smaller plane, so you can kind of build up to the bigger oh, yeah. planes. That, that's awesome. Well, guys, I really appreciate you talking to us. But before we go, do you have any advice for some of those people that are interested in applying to this program? Any advice that might help them along the way? I'd suggest to keep a really positive outlook on flying and to keep the passion because sometimes people, with all the hard work, it's hard to see both sides of it and to maintain that um, strong desire to keep flying. So just remember all the reasons why you wanted to fly. So. That is some excellent advice. And, Jake, do you have any advice for those folks that are looking at getting into this program or just flying in general? Never give up. You're going to be faced with challenges, both good and bad. We all have those learning experiences and whatnot. And, you know, don't give up if you've had a bad day of flying. We all have those. Keep trekking forward and, you know, realize what the end product will be versus... Now, I take, uh, I look back right now and see how much I've accomplished and, you know, those days where I just wanted to give up. And now it's really rewarding to be able to look at my pilot's license and say, wow, I accomplished this and what will come of this in the future. Well, guys, I really appreciate it. And I can't wait to see you guys flying on the line. It's interesting, the people that you meet here at Sun and Fun. I actually uh, ran into one of my, I guess I could say you're a co-worker, but a founder of JetBlue. It's uh, Al Spain, and, and Al came by, uh, heard me talking a little bit about JetBlue, and he, he's uh, truly p- proud of the company. Al, uh, how you, how you liking the Sun and Fun so far? Oh, I'm having a great time, and uh, it's really an eye-opener, but it's uh, the most important thing is just being able to meet people and see uh, how many people I'm running into here and throughout the industry, from the industry, but uh, particularly in the general aviation end of things. Well, Al, uh, we said that you were a founder of JetBlue. What, what does that mean? Well, that means in uh, 1998 there were uh, about eight of us that uh, got together in New York to start, David Nealman, Dave Barger, myself, uh, several others, that I was the operations uh, guru and we got together to certify the airline and get it started and get it going and hire the first folks and build the airline and and it's incredible to look at today i'm just extremely proud uh, i did retire in in 2006 but uh, i'm very very proud of uh, everything that's gone on at JetBlue and the people that are there still caring about uh, the, the customer and one of the things we said in the beginning was uh, our goal was to bring humanity back to aviation <clears throat> and to airline flying, and I think we've we've done that at JetBlue. Well, I'm just starting my career with JetBlue. Been there about three months, and I, I tell you, I sure am proud. As a as a matter of fact, you you mentioned something there about caring, and one of the things that that shows a lot of integrity with JetBlue and caring is the fact that they they say they do things for the community. You know what they did? They brought an Airbus A320 in here, full of kids and full of uh, college students. And also the Gateway program that JetBlue started, one of the only airlines that's doing this, that's bringing people through from day one up to an airline. And it's incredibly, incredibly awesome that they do this. And it's what other airline do you see that would ever do such a thing? I don't, I don't know, but I'll tell you one thing. I'm just as, as proud as I can be of everybody at JetBlue. And, and we, the tradition lives on, and I just want to see it go on and on. Uh, and there are a lot of challenges out there ahead of us. But if we keep the same spirit and the same five values that we started with the company with safety, caring, integrity, fun, and passion, and if we can hang on to those, we can still have a great airline going in the future. 
And I think we will. I think uh, one of the things that's most important and one of the things I think uh, JetBlue does best, it's the people they hire because it is the people that make this airlines. You know, the product is great, but but the most important thing is, is the people that work there. Uh, you don't see things that people at JetBlue do at other airlines. For instance, I'll give you a good example. I've only been there a few months. And, you know, when someone leaves something on the airplane, a flight attendant runs up, grabs that, gets off the airplane, finds something, somebody, and f- tries to find that particular person. person. Whereas before, at some other places that, that I've worked in the past, et cetera, they, they would just say, okay, we'll just put that in lost and found. But they really care about the actual individual that's on that aircraft. And, you know, part of that is... is the way they clean, the way they do everything, the way they interact with each other. There's not too many places that you can say that you work that, that's so much like that, that's anything like that, you know, and, and the fact that they have so much fun. I think it's terrific what you, what you folks have started. I'm sure you're proud to see that it's continuing. Absolutely, and I think that uh, one of the most important things is everyone there is a crew member. It doesn't matter what discipline, whether you're in finance or customer service or a flight crew, everyone's a crew member, everyone's a member of the family and the team, and that's important that we keep that going in the future. You know, one of the best things about what happened here yesterday with that Airbus to me, I I felt, was I sat back and I watched. And I watched what the crew members were doing. I watched what all the tech ops, the mechanics, the people that were flying the airplanes and also the flight attendants were doing. And I was watching the people as they were getting on the airplane. And you know what they were doing? They were truly inspiring people, inspiring people to get involved in this industry, this industry that is just so wonderful. That's that's great. Uh, I just can All I can say is I wasn't there, so I didn't see that. But I can. I think back to the post-Katrina time when when we flew everybody, as many people as we could, down to New Orleans, New York State Police, and and uh, New Jersey folks, and people going down to help. And it was just uh, JetBlue was one of the first airplanes in there, and it's that caring and 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 trying to be part of the community that are so important. So let's uh, talk a little bit about Sun and Fun. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's wonderful that they've gotten involved here because Sun and Fun also is very progressive with their educational programs. And I think that's one of the reasons JetBlue partnered with them. But uh, let's ask, talk a little bit about your aviation background. You, do you like airplanes? Oh, 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 I started, as a matter of fact, uh, about a week, uh, three weeks ago now. It's been three weeks. I was very, very honored to receive the uh, FAA Wright Brothers Master Pilot Award for 50 years of flying. I, I received that uh, in a ceremony in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, which is where I started flying. And uh, that was just, uh, it's hard to believe it's been 50 years, but it started in general aviation. It started on grass runways in an old downtown airport in Baton Rouge, which is now uh, Independence Park in Baton Rouge. But um, I've been involved with general aviation. I was an Army pilot, uh, Army aviator during Vietnam, and an instructor pilot, and then airlines and corporate operations uh, prior to the airlines. So if, if it flies, I've probably had something to do with it. And uh, the airlines were the last part of, of my career. But Sun and Fun tends to bring all of it together, and it doesn't matter what your background is or it doesn't matter uh, what your lev- level of experience is. You're welcome here. You come in here. You come in, and you're part of whether whether you're an airline founder or uh, uh, flying a, a light sport aircraft. You're all part of what, what it's all about, and that's what's so important uh, to have this venue that we can all get together. Very well said, and, and again, thanks for your service, too, with the Army. The uh, and, and 
one last thing before we go. I know you have a lot, all this experience with the airlines and flying, et cetera. You know, let's talk towards people that are thinking about starting into flying, whether it's as a career or, or getting to aviation as, you know, for fun, as a hobby. Uh, it seems like it's difficult to some people. And uh, what, would you, what would you tell people? What would you tell somebody who's just starting out, whether it's for a career or, or just for fun? I think if it's something you really love and you enjoy and, it's, and it, it touches you like it touches me, you're going to pursue it. And don't let whatever slow you down. I, I, I look back at prices of, of instruction when I started in 1960, and, uh, and I can, I'm just laughing about it because um, the, the uh, uh, airplane rented for $7 an hour, if you can believe that. Wow. But uh, in the week that I was working at the newspaper, I made $15 a week. So there was a whole lot of difference in, in, in that, but it never stopped me from loving it and flying it and finding ways to do it. And w- where there's a will, there's a way. And I think that uh, I would have to say that if after that takeoff and that climb out, that first time you solo, if you get that same thrill I had, you're going to keep going, and I ho- urge you to keep going. And then if you wind up flying something, uh, airliner or, or a jet or a military airplane or something, you climb up through those clouds and pop out on top, and there's a feeling that you cannot describe to people that haven't done it. But I, I urge people, don't let, don't let the negatives uh, turn you away from, uh, from pursuing it, whether it's for fun, whether it's for your business personally, or whether it's for a career. Well, I appreciate your, your relating that plus talking to us today here at Sun and Fun Radio. And it, it, I'm really proud of what you've done. I, and uh, I'm proud to be a part of JetBlue. And I'm also proud of being a part of uh, Sun and Fun here. And, and it's great to see a fellow Absolutely. aviator here. Fantastic. Thank you so much. You guys Thank have you. a great day and enjoy the rest of the show. Well, that was our last interview with Al Spain. I, I hope that you found these interviews inspirational and also very educational and and i'd like you to share them with with your friends that are interested in aviation as a career or anybody that you know relatives that that might actually get something out of these interviews and learn something about a career in aviation i really enjoyed putting this together as you can tell i was very excited during these interviews the next episode coming up episode 31 is going to have the rest of the interviews where i talk to all the other people that are involved in different careers in aviation. I speak with people that are mechanics and aviation maintenance schools, etc. I think you'll really enjoy that. The uh, And also remember, if you have any questions, we're going to answer all those questions in episode 32. I'm going to share those with, with everybody else because I really think it's important that everybody hears those questions because there are some really good ones coming in. But I will get to your questions and I will answer them online by email. Also, the other thing, too, if you do contact me, of course, go to aviationcareerspodcast.com slash contact. Just click the contact button, put in the form, ask the question. If you use our voicemail line for a question, that's uh, 347-MY-WINGS or 347-699-4647. Leave a voicemail. As far as my getting back to you and calling you, if you do leave a voicemail, let me know what time zone you're in and the best time to call, but I really would appreciate if you do an email instead. It's, it's rather difficult for me because I do a lot of red eyes. I, I fly a lot at night, and I'm in different time zones all the time. Sometimes it's best for me to, to answer your questions by email, but I do want to talk to you if, if you have a question that's, that's extensive. So, again, leave your message there, and we can share it with the, with the folks that are listening today. 
You know, I really appreciate your coming into the show today, and I appreciate your listening to all these interviews. I had so much fun, as you can tell, putting together Sun and Fun and Sun and Fun Radio. I love working with Sun and Fun Radio. As a matter of fact, today's recommendation is to go to Sun and Fun Radio. It's easy to find. Just go to sunandfun.org, uh, or just go to aviationcareerspodcast.com. You can click on it. I have actually a blog post out there that has how all the different ways that you can listen to Sun and Fun Radio. Sun and Fun is a year-long organization. Sun and Fun Radio plays all year long. So if you want to hear these inspirational interviews that I did today, we actually have them playing all year. And other interviews with various different fields of aviation. I hope you do uh, listen to those. I really enjoyed bringing this episode to you today. Hope you'll listen uh, next episode on 31 where I talk about all the other aviation careers and have interviews with all the other folks at Sun and Fun. Well, remember, don't let anybody steal your dream. Keep looking forward towards your goal. Move towards that goal, whatever it may be in aviation, whatever, whatever it may be in life. But the most important thing is take a step towards that goal and keep varying that path and keep redefining what your goal is. But once you decide what you want to do, just go for it. I know that you can do it. I have faith in you. Again, this is Carl Valeri, and I'll talk to you next episode. You have been listening to Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. This aviation podcast is produced by the Valeri Aviation Corporation. Although host or guests may receive compensation for products and services discussed in this podcast, compensation never influences our opinion. Before purchasing any product or service, you should always do your own research. Music by Billy Wheeler. All rights reserved.